punishment. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I know what was wrong with me. Like, I dated an entire string of potato patties. Mm. It was like if the last name starts with Mick. I'm loving it. Mm. And, you know, it seems it doesn't matter how big the Irish guy, they've all got a wee leprechaun hiding in their pants. <laughs> Since none of them are circumcised, it's kind of like leprechaun too. Leprechaun the hood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I know that a lot of people are against late-term abortions, but I fully support it. In fact, I'll go. I'll go a step further. Okay. Okay. I would say that if you created a child, that you should have the right to take them out at any given point. Now hear me out. Time. I'm sorry, is that time? Finish the, finish the bit. Yeah, finish the bit. Um, my stance is that you don't take them out at any given point. I'm just saying, like, hey, the manufacturer has the right to recall any defective product before releasing it to the public. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, if you have a daughter and she's not up to standard, well, hey, you do not put out non-grade A beef. Is that time? Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Thank you. Sorry. I need to figure out this thing better. But thank you, Gila, for Elizabeth, everybody. Alright, I've just recorded so this is a strange video to explain to people. <laughs> um, Alright, uh, on Zet, we have Jennifer Perez. Uh, everyone, give it up for Ruben. Is Ruben here? Well, he's not. Okay, on deck is Jason. <laughs> also, doesn't seem to be here. Is Nora here? I am here. I'm okay. thrilled to be here. Okay, Nora, so you're on deck. You guys. Oh, amazing. Okay. Thank you. Okay, uh, Jennifer, please give up for your next comic, Jennifer Perez, everyone. Yay! Woo! Woo! Bye, everybody. Yay. I'm, uh, I'm Jen Perez. Um, my uh, my middle initial my middle initial is A. So uh, I guess what that's both. Yeah. Jap, yeah, yeah, it's spelled Jap. My my mom thought it'd be funny to to call her uh, chinky-eyed daughter Jap. <laughs> yeah, I mean my mama, she she's kind of she's kind of a little bit of a narcissist, and uh, you know she she made me repeat the first grade because uh because she was jealous I could read. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, like I said, you know my name is Jen Perez. Um, Sometimes people people think I, I kind of look like Rosie Perez. Sometimes I sound like her too. Golden money, you took golden money. <laughs> and um, you know, recently before all this happened, I uh, I had gone to my doctor. My doctor's name is Bob. I mean, I don't I don't know what his name is. Not William or anything. It's Bob, and I don't know how to say his last. My teeth pack or something. But uh, Dr. Bob, he he uh he found a small hernia inside my my belly, like right behind my belly button. I'm like, damn, I have a hernia. I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll name it. So, uh, I named him Barry because he uh, he told me it's gonna cost you two thousand dollars to remove Barry. All the money, Bob. You took all the money. Anyway, there's that. Um, I guess I'm bombing real bad. Okay. Uh, There's no such thing in these Zoom meetings. No such thing. <laughs> okay, cool. My uh, my abuelo, he he uh, he calls my grandpa, my abuelo. He calls every white man he meets John. Like every every time he meets a white guy, he calls him John. It's because it's the only reason why he says that is because my uncles growing up, they had one friend, and his name was John, so he was white. So every time. Okay, John. Uh, yes, 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 John. No, no worries, John. Like all the time, it's my grandpa calls every white man. He, uh, when I was a kid, like, well, when I graduated college, I um, I you know, I, I was a dancer or whatever, and I'd go to a lot of auditions, and so I'd give my grandpa all my audition numbers, and he's like, Oh, John gave you audition numbers. Yeah, that's great, John. Yeah, 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 grandpa. He's like. We'll play the lottery. I'll play the lottery. And he's like, no, no. I tried to play it, and I got to play it in reverse, and this and that. All right, that, that didn't work. Um, <laughs> I'm 
having a good day today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the last the last three dudes I slept with had brain injuries. <laughs> I, I didn't. They were like that before they met me. I I swear I didn't do anything. Um, they had brain injuries. Uh, I I don't know what it is about my personality. was a cop he got shot in the head and the second guy uh, had brain surgery when he was a baby and the third guy got into a car accident and I mean now at this point all I'm doing is I'm, I'm going to the whenever we can go to bars again I'm going out there with a hammer you know that or just dating NFL players <laughs> oh my gosh um I'll tell you a little bit about my uncle uh his nickname is Tortuga and Tortuga in Spanish means turtle Cause he's a little slow. He knows. Oh. <laughs> but um, he's a little slow. He lives with his mom. He's a truck driver. Um, he uses CB radio. He's like, I don't know. He's gotta be like in his fifties, old. And uh, and um, he confessed to me that he's in a polyamorous relationship, although he doesn't know what polyamorous means. But uh. He's been dating two women for the past 10 years. It's two more than me. He can hold a relationship longer than I can with someone who, who can actually read, probably, and doesn't have brain injury. Okay, thank you. Good to see you, Jan. Nice to see you. I'm exactly at SP and, uh, Something I realized, like, I used to give all the white host shit for, like, mispronouncing names, but until you do it, oh, you don't realize how hard it is. <laughs> Please give it up for your name, comic Morris Swindler. I love this singular. You know why? It's, it's funny because when you are this much of an attention whore, it's very interesting how much like the need for praise comes in. Um, but what one of the things that people always say that I grew into my height. Now, obviously, you can't see this over Zoom, but I am six foot fucking three. And being a middle child, when you're also six foot three. There's a lot of things that comes with that. So not only do I demand all of the attention by nature, my stature is such that when I'm not given the attention that this height simply <laughs> requires, I'm baffled and I wonder to myself, one, am I not as cute as I think I am? Or two, am I not as charming as I think I am? <laughs> And both of those solutions lead people, when they first meet me, to come to one of either of two conclusions. One, I'm either the most outrageous person they've ever met, or I'm high out of my fucking mind. <laughs> Answer is usually <laughs> a lot of things come into question for you. You're always wondering, like, am I cute enough? Am I, like, pretty enough? And especially as a six foot three heterosexual woman, everyone doubted me my whole life. Everyone questioned my heterosexuality just because of the sheer volume of my cells. And it couldn't be possible, or nay, it was implausible that a six foot fucking three basketball player could want cock. Astonishing to people, <laughs> truly astonishing. And so, my basketball team in high school, they were really supportive of my endeavors to try and, I don't know, prove my heterosexuality, if you will. And so, my basketball team in high school, I used to desperately want, I thought Timbaland boots were sexy. I thought that they were so cute. I wanted to wear them with a baby doll. I wanted to wear them with fur 
wanted to wear them out. And the girls, I will never forget. Emily Tapio, I once told her about the outfit I wanted to wear. Emily Tapio, my basketball captain in high school, said, Nora, do you want to get fucked or do you want to look at a lesbian your whole life? You will not wear Timbaland boots. Now, I moved to San Francisco 18 months ago. The most sexually and drug-enriched city on the planet. <laughs> and the most liberated and liberal places maybe in the entire world. Sex clubs in Tel Aviv don't have the liberalism of San Francisco. So when I first got here and I finally wanted to wear all of Chunk of the Timbaland. Jordan, you'll give me the light whenever we're ready. Okay. But to end the bit, one last thing on this is to be six foot three uh, and in San Francisco, again, the heterosexual ratio of men to women in this city is two to one. But I don't know what happened in this city. They all seem to have taken John Mulaney's dating advice. <laughs> you can't just knock that girl out. You have to be nervous for her liking. It's just appalling. But the women in San Francisco, they come up to me and they're like, Paul girl, I bet you there's no man. They figured it out way better than the heteros have. Thank you all so much. My name is Nora. Uh, uh, all right, all my jokes in between comics are bombings. <laughs> siblings my mom was always worried we were gonna get killed or something even when I was really little I remember one time I was younger and it was hot so I opened the window and then I get into bed and I'm waiting for her and she comes in and she sees the windows open she's like what the hell is that window open for you trying to get murdered strangled killed Polly class 1993 you're, you're, she was murdered strangled killed she left a window open. I'm like, why are you telling me this? I'm fine. Uh, but she'll still do that even like, even though we're adults now, we traveling to California to be like, oh, hey, mom, how are you? And she's like, oh, yes, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm like, yeah, I rented a Jeep today. There's just silence. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, a Jeep. Gabe, Gabe? Yeah. Espy rented a Jeep. Oh, my God, a Jeep. Stacy, tell her about the rollovers. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling her. Listen, Espy, Jeep, they tend to roll over because they're boxes. So, you know, you, you see what happens is they roll over, then you get murdered, strangled, killed. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, it's tough 
being like a smaller lady because I, I don't like walking anywhere alone at night. The other night I was walking back to my car and three guys started following me. So I jump in the car and I lock my door. And then this one guy yells out. He's like, hey, you know, uh, we just wanted to talk. How stupid do you think I am? I have to have an opportunity like that. Like, I need more friends. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> I hop together. Speaking of IHOP, I feel like I'm like a huge IHOP connoisseur. I'm not like super proud of that. Um, <laughs> I have like a friend. She's like, she's like, oh my god, like I went to IHOP and the service was terrible. And I was like, yeah, Cheryl, you don't go there for fine dining. You go there to feel better about yourself. <laughs> the last time I went, it was uh, I go. I'm sitting there for like 30, 40 minutes and finally comes up to me and she's like, what do you want? And I'm like, hey, yeah, I'll take the banana pancakes because I hate banana. And sure enough, she comes back with blueberry. I was like, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys, does anyone run? Like Joe? Wow, you guys are not the, uh, I, no, I was just thinking about it because I'll run. But I have a friend that's always trying to convince me. He's like, oh, man, Espy, you should really run inside on a treadmill because it's way easier. It's not too hot, not too cold. You can, like, control all the settings. And I'm like, uh, that is not the point of running. Running's about survival of the fittest. So I run in areas where there's a high percentage of sex offenders. <laughs> <laughs> that way I can't or I'll just go to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a hamster. His name is Lavaca. And <laughs> sometimes I'll travel with him, um, which is fine. But the only time it's not fine is whenever I go to the airport. Airport security is always like, hey, man, we need you to take the animal to the carrying case. And I'm like, seriously? Like, he's such a good boy. He would never do anything to anyone. <gasps> Lavaca! And I take him out, and he has an assault rifle. <laughs> um, what? How much time do I have? Uh, I always forget to record, but I think it's, like, about now. Tight. I'll be done. Thank you. All right, cool. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Woo! Yeah. I always get too excited by people's sets and forget to start the timer. Um, or I'm just bad at this. Alright. On deck, we have Sereni. And then our next comic, everyone, please give it up for Matthew Quirk. Hey! hey. Where is he? Uh, you're on mute. <laughs> Almost this is the ad. Old man can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, the same old man that's giving sex tips to you young black guys. That's the old man. <laughs> anyway, you should show me a little more respect. I'm an essential worker, unlike the rest of you. <laughs> uh, anyway, I've been, uh, I've got some reports from my van. I'm coming up on the anniversary of my moving from an apartment to a van. Uh, I'm sheltering, but I'm not in place. <laughs> anyway, from now on, can we call these things? These aren't open mics. These are closed mics. Closed mics. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I can't believe I let Armageddon happen before I learned how to hunt. <laughs> That's a fucking letdown. Uh, I saw someone on Facebook said that they were going to start stealing jokes. And I tell you what, anyone steals one of my jokes, they're going to be opening a can of social distancing on their ass. <laughs> uh, I'm not real worried about coronavirus because right now every side piece in the world is putting together their hive mind to come up with a solution here. I think it's going to be solved in like another week. Um, I find it odd that people are like, we're not shaking hands, right? We're like bumping elbows. And then we cough into our elbow. 
and then we bumped elbows. I think. <laughs> points or something. Uh, I've noticed that the current gang agenda. <laughs> you thinky? Yeah, yeah, Sanders ain't it. Uh, I've been watching the uh, Unabomber on Netflix, and I gotta tell you, that guy makes some pretty solid points. <laughs> True. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but uh, India has closed its borders. All 1.3 billion people are in lockdown there. Uh, yeah. India's closed, but seven. India's closed, but 7-Eleven is still open. Narendra <laughs> <laughs> Modi is like, thank you, come again. <laughs> uh, anyway, seriously, what the fuck are we going to do without tech support? <laughs> We're going to collapse. Hey, you know... Play anything, play anything right now. Uh, let's see. So apparently, uh, United Airlines. And I'm gonna check next time for so I can name the song that we played because I forgot it. And one of them will know it. Yes. Thanks, Sinatra. I remember that when I was looking up the band online, I was, said, Dank Sinatra, that sounds like a total weed dealer's name. <laughs> Dude, you gotta go see my friend Dank Sinatra. <laughs> so what, what, is, what are your guys' favorite things about going on tour, and what are your least favorite things? When I say guys, I mean folks. <laughs> Uh, my big takeaway uh, from this whole coronavirus is none of you guys know how to wash your fucking hands. That's a big <laughs> revelation. Right. Um, yeah. All right, is that, is that my one it. minute? All right. Sorry. Okay, sorry. I, I need to figure out. I'm going to zoom this. No problem. Give it up for Matthew Quirk, everybody. Yay. Yay. All right, so we have two more comics left. Uh, we have Pam Benjamin closing this out, and right after that, she's going to transition this into her joke workshop. So please stay around for that. Uh, please don't give up for your next comic, Sereni. Whatever that. All right, hell yeah. Um, let's see. Wait, so we're doing. So are you lighting us when we're yeah, done? Or... <laughs> I want everyone to keep it at four minutes. Uh, I told people to a stopwatch running in the beginning i'm not timing you now but i'm still trying to figure out the best it's way to light them at one minute but okay <laughs> yeah i know but no one sees the light no one sees the light right it's so okay. i want to be the light as like the finish this bit light so no you're totally fine but also that didn't cut into my time right no you're, okay you just start whenever you start. yeah let's start yeah let's start um Fucking, this is the first uh, online online mic. Don't worry, I'm tired myself. Uh, this is the first like online mic thing that I've done, so this is fucking cool. It's a little weird, but it's cool. Um, I this is the thing. The other day, I made spam stew. I've been doing a lot of cooking. You know what I mean? And it came out really fucking good. And that's the ra that's the rad thing about this virus is people are dying, but I'm learning how to motherfucking cook. Okay. <laughs> Like, and also, le I'm learning how to buy two weeks' worth of groceries. That This virus is teaching me single-handedly how to be an adult. <laughs> That's fucking wild. I actually use all the groceries. I can't afford for them to, uh, you know, go rotten. I, uh, I am a uh, non-essential person <laughs> to society. <laughs> I'm a barista. Uh, it's just further... Proving that you know we don't value our food service workers. Uh, I remember somebody walked into my cafe and they did the worst thing you could do. They stole money out of the tip jar. And my coworker, she was like, you know, well if if, if he's stealing tips, like he needs it more than I do. So I've been stealing her tips. <laughs> Literally, I need it more, okay? I fucking, like, I don't have a job right now. I don't have comedy. I have no reason to live. I, uh, 
I want to go outside. I want to, I want to uh, fucking, it's weird, man. I, I know like, let's see, what, what should you talk about? Oh, the other thing is my, so I, I'm staying with my girlfriend and, uh, and you know, it's, I feel like we haven't been having, we've been doing a lot of puzzles. Let's put it like that. We've been doing a lot of puzzles because yeah. honestly, she, one day, the other day, because she, she was like, hey, Franny, me, you, we go, we, we're going to fuck right now on the skin couch, and you can do all that freaky shit to me that you've been wanting to do, and I'll let you. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, can we do, like, ten more puzzle pieces and then do it? Like, I am prioritizing puzzling because it's just fucking fun, and I've neglected it, and this virus has showed me how wonderful and calming they can be. <laughs> Um, I miss having emotional abuse at work. Just human interaction. I would even take someone calling me a fucking idiot who doesn't know how to make a latte. I would cherish that right now. Like a fucking Stockholm syndrome food service worker, you know? I want someone to just spit in my face and tell me that my fucking coffee sucks because I just miss human interaction. I'm fine. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Um, all I'm saying is the Bay Area would not have gotten, you know, the coronavirus as bad as it had if, if Oakland was not so PC and inclusive, all right? Everybody, everybody pushed away that cruise ship and said, no, fuck that. We don't want that. We don't fucking want it. Everybody's just pushing around this fucking thing, right? But the, U, but the fucking Oakland's like, oh, well, you know, we should, they're, they're, everyone's a refugee and we got to keep them safe. <laughs> they're the reason why we have the virus. Anyways, um, I've been freaking out a little bit. I don't know if you guys have been freaking out, but I can't tell if I'm about to have a panic attack or I am having a panic attack or I am feeling the symptoms of coronavirus, which is short breath, and then I start panicking about having symptoms of coronavirus, and then I'm having a panic attack, but then I think it's coronavirus. I feel like if one person relates to this, that's all that fucking matters. <laughs> I'm doing it for you, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, boomers, they call it a living room, all right? But, uh, you know, millennials, we call it a space. <laughs> <laughs> millennials, boomers, they call it a feng shui, but we call it making room for a new fucking roommate. <laughs> oh, that's a light. <laughs> fucking last co comment, uh, you know, boomers call it hating millennials, and we call it hating ourselves. <laughs> Because we hate ourselves. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> see, uh, the light's hard to see, man. Now you know. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So we're trying to figure out the best way. All right. Uh, closing things out, we have Pam Benjamin. And please stay around for the joke workshop ah! after. Same room. Don't have to go anywhere. Hey. It's so everybody. weird looking at yourself. Oh, I don't like that. Ah, how did you do that? Turn it off. I can't look at myself. I hate it. Ah! All right. No, I don't know Welcome where to, to look. I can't. I can't handle it. Look. I like radio. Uh, where do I? I have to swipe and get rid of it. How do I get rid of myself? Ah. Okay. Thank God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. It's too. It's too scary to look at myself. Because um, it's the Corona times. I live in the Tenderloin. Nothing is different. Nothing at all is different about the Tenderloin. Uh, everyone is still in a tent and poofing on the street. No one is keeping their tent six feet apart. It's fine. There's other police keep going by. They're like, get your tip six feet apart, social distancing. People are smiling. A man with three teardrop tattoos by his eye uh, smiled at me and said I was pretty. I was like, wow, I love the Tenderloin this time of year. Corona has only made my life more beautiful. Um, I do live in the Tenderloin. I Weird things happen in San Francisco. We have some weird hygiene issues. I don't know. If you're familiar with them, uh, the, the pants I'm wearing right now, I found these pants in a tree in the mission. Uh, these are tree pants. Uh, that's a thing. Uh, my question is, if tree pants don't smell like pee, do I have to wash them before I wear them? No. No, in these corona times, no, you don't have to, to do that. Actually, you probably should wash them before you wear them. That's... <laughs> Pretty gross. Uh, San, San Francisco's specific hygiene question number two. If you're using the public restroom at Civic Center, uh, do you leave the toilet seat up or down after you've been slamming heroin? Is that more of an etiquette question? I don't know. 
how that works. Uh, question three, I've been trying to lower my carbon footprint. I don't know about y'all. So if I use the same teepee to wipe my nose and then my twat, can I give my vagina Corona? <laughs> can I give it Simplex 2, Corona Simplex 2? No, I don't know if that's tried to change a herpes joke into a Corona joke, not as successful as it was in my mind. That's, that's absolutely fine. Uh, I did learn that if you do use the same tissue to wipe your nose and then your tushy, you can give your butthole herpes. Herpes simplex one and two are the same herpes, just location, location, location. Don't live in the tenderloin. I live in the tenderloin. There's a lot of poop, still a lot of poop everywhere. I play a, a game. I used to hang out with small children. I don't anymore, but because <laughs> nobody's allowed to hang out with anybody. But I used to hold their hands and we'd see a pile on the ground and I would say, man or beast, man or beast. It's a fun game that you too can play with children. What I learned from a four-year-old is if it's up against a wall, it's always man. <laughs> they understand physics at that age, such a tender young age. Uh, hey, I've been I've learned some important things lately. Uh, if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. Important pro tips for everyone during these drug conservation times. If anyone has any benzodiazepines, I'd like them. I saw someone in the Tenderloin yesterday try to buy heroin with toothpaste. <laughs> the guy was like, no, money is what's going to work right now. He's like, but you can't, uh, you, you can't buy toothpaste with food stamps. He's like, you can't buy heroin with food stamps either, you dummy. <laughs> it's, Tenderloin's <laughs> getting a little more desperate with all the drugs. Uh, I, I was wondering what are heroin addicts going to do now that there's no more drugs? What happens if everything's shut down for another week? How am I going to get my drugs? No one else is worried. <laughs> Just me. I need my benzodiazepine so I can sleep and not think about the coming apocalypse. I actually do enjoy this coming apocalypse. I've been casing the house that I want. It's at 819 Eddy Street. It's filled with lawyers, and I can't wait for the shit really to go down because no one from Walnut Creek is coming into their stupid lawyer place in the, you know, it's a beautiful building from 1896. It survived the first earthquake. It's my apocalypse house. Come and, uh, yeah, that's it. Come come join me at 819 Eddie. We're taking it over. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan, for having this open mic. Bye. Yay. Thank you, Joel, for Pam. Yay. Thank you, everyone, who stuck around. Um, I'm doing an open mic again on Thursday at uh, 6 Pacific, 9 Eastern, where I give everyone a dollar if they perform. So, <laughs> what's happening? Because someone gave me a really nice donation, so I'm just paying that forward. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be the same room, and uh, I think we're going to go into the... I don't know how you run this panel, so just whenever you want to... Oh, well, I wasn't going to... Because I'm kind of waiting for the auto podcast at Mutiny to start at 6, so... But I don't even okay. know. I didn't really oh. have any pre-signs, so I don't even think I'm going to do it because oh, okay. I don't think anyone's. Right. So, but thank you for offering it because I know this costs money or something. I don't know how Zoom works, but I tried to yeah. sign up for a thing, and it's like, you need to pay me money. I was like, no. <laughs> so thank yeah. you for the opportunity. Bit. Yeah, if you need yeah, if you need it, whenever, just let me know. And thank I you. Can you the room. Yeah, and um, I've been live streaming this at Mutiny, and the podcast will be out after, and I'll tag it. I'll add it to the thingy on the bacon if you want to listen or whatever. Yeah, but I just great. record it. So thanks for letting me record it. Yay, everybody's talents, and yay. Yay. You know, we show by action that support is positive and, like, helps a community, then, like, other people will support their communities and that, like, we can act to negate what's been happening. Like, we as a whole society can act and negate what's happening and what do you what a woman needs to feel loved and romanced is for a man to go out and buy cut flowers flowers that will die in five days why so that he can remind her remind himself how much he loves her and go through that process again and again and again Hatred, Satan, a police force, a leader, the least folks, struggling Thanksgiving to Christmas, then East. A police force, a leader, the least folks, struggling Thanksgiving to Christmas, then Easter. Hard to stomach summer, but when it gets meaner, only no winners, no losers are in between us. Burn bridges, torch tunnels. 
Poker face had a strange tell. Nigga wasn't playing in the raise. May as well. On record, still rhyming when I'm for real dying. Nigga jealous, one of my life. Fools and laws like they all retarded. Mad skill, the niggas can spit, but wasn't that ill. Yup, I ain't a drug dealer, but I sold them and been known to hold guns, but never owned one. Heavens the filth, forgive this demeanor. Mortal sin and misdemeanor. Smoke like a chimney sweeper, defend against the reaper. Life wasn't a bitch to you have. If you're looking for a hero, revolutionary superstar or De Niro, and we know you out for De Niro like Lucino, the Negro all in a bottle like Pellegrino. My people, fellowship of equals, whether public or underground, incognito. Hopeless or faithful, non believer. Often in relationships, a woman ends up feeling unloved because a man stops giving her the same quality of attention he did in the beginning of the relationship. time it is for you to do radio. It's time to talk about God and shit on some call me Tim. Alright, I timed it out shittily as I always do. I'm joined today by Pancake. Ah, uh, hello listeners. Back to the COVID bunker. I wish that we would have, I wish that this place was an actual living domicile that I could live here. If it was, oh my God, it'd be so fun. Because we could have just sheltered in place here the whole time. Yeah. That would have been so fun. Well, to have water and a shower. I know, and no shower. Well, and, but if, if I was able to live in this place, which I'm not, and I never would, and no one's allowed to live here. Never, because ever. We, because I believe in laws and it stuff. It's not zoned for it. It's right. not zoned for it, all kinds of things. But I'd totally trick it out. I'd make like a shower over here and have that bathroom and do something with a bed up there or something. I don't know. It'd be yeah. fun. It'd be put great. Put up ha- hang up ha- hammocks everywhere. Yeah. Well, n- yeah, maybe hammocks up there would be nice. Yeah. From the ceiling. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, you guys are listening to Some Call Me Tim. It's a very special Some Call Me Tim because it's Thursday night. Technically, we are in the middle of Racer's Alley. And I'm joined by Pancake. We're here because we're here. <laughs> Why not? Because what else are we going to do? What else? Was I going to keep napping on the couch and vomiting into a 
bowl? Uh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you had a crazy drinking night. Yes. Because you didn't eat. I didn't eat. I have a I have a problem. Billy and I talked about it yesterday on Some Call Me Tim um, about eating disorders and stuff. And I absolutely 100% have an eating disorder. Uh. 100%. No, I, I, I used to be bulimic, but now I would say I've swung more to the anorexic side. Oh. Yeah, because I haven't eaten. Yesterday I had, I had a smoothie. So I had 220 calories. And then I had a second half. So I had about, so I had about 350 calories. I didn't even eat one of my own cookies. I didn't even eat any pot food yesterday. I just smoking and you drinking. You had some fudge. Did I have a piece of fudge? Yeah, yeah I did. So then I, th so I had a piece of fudge, which is probably like 200 calories. So I probably had like no 500 calories yesterday. No sustenance. No sustenance. And then I just drank. Yeah. And then at night when I hit the whiskey, that was it. There's um, a, a company that sells these pre-made drinks that give you all the nutrition you need throughout your day. Sure. Well, it's called Soylent, actually. It is not called Soylent. Yeah, they took the name for like everything. Soylent that Green you is need. people. It's yeah. people. But if you just took away. Because Soylent Green was supposed to be everything you need. Well, it was just the food source. It was the available. Yeah. It was the food source that they figured out because let's get these people to kill themselves. Kill themselves? They did. They went into or those it's like weird the little. Matrix. They went Someone into those weird little cubicles and they got turned into food. And, and, and they, you know, after they turned 43, the day of their 43rd birthday, they, they stepped into a little box and then they were turned into a meal for the babies. Gross. 43, it's so young. Well, I could have said 34. That's even younger. So. It's terrible. Good people live their lives, for God's sake. Well, I didn't. I, what What are they even doing in that world? They're producing? I, I, they were all in bubbles, if I remember. What movie like, is this again? Soylent Green? Yeah. Yeah, it's a movie with Charlton Heston. Soylent Green is people! It's people! And he's running down the street. It's a very famous scene. The movie is self titled? The, the movie is called Soylent Green. Uh -huh. And so they have this thing in the future, in this dystopian world that Charlton Heston is in, um, where the older people are just, when they're done, they go into the, they say, hey, come here and go to the, and he figures out that people are killing themselves, not going to heaven. They're saying you're going to heaven or whatever. He's, they're being turned into the food that everyone's eating. Mm. And nobody nobody knows it. And so that's the end of the, Soylent Green is people. It's people. And he gets dragged away and probably turned into so in the green, green. yeah, it's um, but it's a great movie from the '70s, and you should you probably watch it for free on YouTube. Mm. And so it's a reference. I can't, I you didn't know that reference. So now that they're calling something Soylent of their own volition seems kind of strange to me because you're hearkening back to <laughs> Soylent Green is people. It's, it's made of people. <laughs> well, I I just told you it's it's, it's an inside joke. Um, yeah. There you go. People of today, kids of today wouldn't know it. Nope, they wouldn't. They don't They don't even know who Bjork is. I have a joke where I, ha I do a Bjork voice, mm. and I can't do it at certain places because people don't know who Bjork is anymore. Mm -hmm. They're like, what is she? Who are you? And I barely know. <laughs> She's just a singer, songwriter. She is Icelandic and very, she was very important in the 90s. You know, she speaks 11 languages. When she goes to other places, she sings in their language. Oh, that's that's, cool. that's my that's my Bjork impression. Well, I can do her voice. Well, where is she now? Probably Iceland, where she comes from. And Icelandic. And she was important in the 90s because she was a philanthropist? No, she was in a band called The Sugar Cubes that were really, really great. And then she, on her own, was an amazing songwriter, music musical artist she's weird like it's weird stuff it's great it's she's she's a genius and then she also acts she acted in a movie and i think she got an oscar uh dancer in the dark or something like that and she wore very famously that swan the oh. the swan dress the dress that was a swan okay. a swan anyways that's bjork and i don't know she was just a I, I don't know. I love her. But it's also, I'm an old I'm an old lady. So. Mm. I was going to say something completely unrelated. When do you turn 30? Oh, gosh. Don't remind me. Is your birthday coming? No. 
it, no. Your birthday's it's not coming never, soon. It's, it's never, never coming. coming. Never. It's, yeah. I'm going to stay in my 20s forever. No, it's okay. The 30s are great. The 20s are awful. No one respects you, no matter how hard you work in your 20s. Nobody really respects you, and you think you're super smart, and you think you're all accomplished, but really, you're totally not. Like, I thought, I remember when I was 25, I got married when I was 25, and I thought I was so old. I was like, I'm the oldest person to be getting married. I can't believe I'm so old. Mm. And I was so stupid. I was so young. And then, like, all that, I, I tried, I was a teacher. No one, no one respects you when you're in your 20s. There's just, it's really hard to... So 30s are great because people start like seeing you as a real person and being like, oh, you are, you know, this uh, person. Well, I could say I'm 34. I could say, yeah, come on. I <laughs> uh, just, uh, oh, wait, I'm 35. Oh, shoot. Oh, he's even more. He's even more of a 30-year-old because he's forgetting how old he is and not wanting to remember how old he is. I don't know about the lies. I don't feel... I. I mean, I could dye my hair and get it cut cute and start wearing makeup and wear cute little outfits. And mm -hmm. if I did that, I think I could look 38. I think I could, I think I could look in my, I don't think anyone would think that I'm, or if I, you know, if I dyed my hair and didn't have my gray mm -hmm. and I wore a little makeup, like, come on. Yeah. Come on. But why would I do that? Why would I lie? I never want to be a liar. It's such... You can't sell hair dye to people with self-esteem. Like, just have your hair be your... Why do you... Ha why does it have to be... Like, maybe if you want it pink or something silly, but... Or blue or whatever. Green. Like, a weird color. But to lie... For me, if I dyed my hair, like, brown... Oh, my God. I'd just be so embarrassed. Because it'd be like, look at me trying. Or okay. whatever. Is your hair brown, naturally? Yeah, it's gray now, but it's, yeah, my hair is, I've, I've always had dark brown hair. I used to dye it red, because I thought red hair was, I like, I thought I looked better with red hair. I don't think I did. I don't know. I have certain blotches in my hair that if you look at it in a certain light, it's very red. You don't have a red beard, though. Yeah, it, it's it's in the side if you look at you it. Brown, you have brown hair. Yes, it's very <laughs> it's very brown, but I do have some blotches of some red tinge, <coughs> and it's not orange; it's red. Right. <laughs> I used to dye mine orange, orangish kind of. Well, I can't dye my hair until I get it cut. <laughs> You're really growing it out. Who are you, who are you growing it for? I don't have a person in oh. <laughs> in mind. I thought maybe it's going to an agency. Oh, to like sit, like to make wigs for cancer people. Yeah. Oh. Or whoever needs it, I guess. I have a blonde one. I have a red one. <laughs> I really need a dark hazelnut one with some tinge of gray. I bet they could. I bet they they dye it. There's there's a weird religious thing in India mm -hmm. with girls. Or with, with everybody, really, but girls specifically because they grow their hair out. But on this one birthday, they go to pray at this temple, and they get their heads shaved. Mm. And it's this symbology of, like, becoming a woman and something religious, blah, blah, blah. But it's also, like, they sell the hair. Like, the fucking churches, or not the church, the temples, collect the hair mm. and sell it so that it can be wigs for African-American ladies or whoever wants wigs. Mm. But they're big, they're big wig um, consumers. Whoa. Real hair wigs cost to a lot. To turn a religious... Like, right? Like, oh, here's a new batch of, of uh, babies. Let's get them all um, circumcised at the same time so we can take their skin. Yeah, and use it as like croutons on a salad. Oh. Obviously Little calamari rings? Stem cells. Oh. Because they might still have them freshly baked in there. Yeah. Maybe. You know? Yeah, I wonder. I've always wondered what God does with the foreskins, and I think he puts them on his fingers like olives and eats them off. Oh. Just, oh just Yahweh up in heaven, relaxing, eating some baby foreskins. 
Uh, that, that reminds me of Pan's Labyrinth. Ah. With all the teeth and... Oh, mm. God. The Tooth Fairy. Hey, it's creepy, but I'm... I like weird... I mean, I like weird momentum. You've seen my dolls. Like, I I've kept my teeth from that from my skateboard accident that came out of my mouth. I kept... I've got them in a little box. Hmm. I love those teeth. I love weird shit like that. Like... Yeah. They're interesting to look at because it was, like, in your body for your whole life. Yeah. Like, ready and waiting... I just like to keep weird shit. That's why I was really bummed about my bag being stolen with the rocks. Is like, I honestly, th my bag it was probably thirty-seven percent paper and rocks and things that have no, like, mm. because I carry around things. That, As we all do. But like, I carry around weird shit and heavy shit, like, just the. Mementos. Mementos. But the ro motherfucking rocks. Who walks around? With ro they're heavy. <laughs> like, why would you? Anyways, I feel like things like that are metaphorical and they inform my spirituality. Like, I I don't know. Like, I'm, I am kind of witchy. Like, I like rocks and fucking burning shit. Mm. Like, I like cooking things. When you say rocks or crystals. Sure, crystals or rocks. I don't really have. I have a couple of crystals that someone gave me, but I don't really imbue any power into those. You have I'm to charge them with the moon. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have to be in direct m full moon light. I'll, hey, I'll try whatever. I'm, I'm into all of it at this point. I, I'll, I've, I, I'm tasting all the flavors. I want to, you know, 31 flavors. How mm. many flavors ice cream you got? I want to try them all. Even that weird daiquiri bullshit. Whoa. Daiquiri? Daiquiri ice. What's that? It's a flavor at Baskin Robbins. Isn't that's that like always, a liqueur? It's yeah. I think that's why I didn't like it as a kid. Probably I didn't. I still don't. I don't. I would never get that. I would never spend money on that. Just like gross. Um, well, they are like experimenting to find the next best flavor. Well, this was a flavor from when I was little. So this was like in the '80s. Daiquiri ice. My favorite though was. I mean, I really love gold medal ribbon. That's one of those Baskin Robbins ones. Mm. I really love ice cream. It's like my favorite, just for the name. It was um, associated with the mask. Oh, Jim Carrey's, Jim Carrey's the mask. Yeah, sure. And it was one of their promotional. It was green. Flavors. It must have been crazy green colored. It was. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was one of those Nickelodeon like. Gross, gross, gross. I hate. I mean, I hate how companies are using some of like my most nostalgic color palettes uh. against me because <laughs> i don't want to buy that stuff but i love the packaging i love how it looks you know and that and when i'm walking down the aisle i'm gonna put it in my basket or sure you know Here. i'll put it i'll put it on the side of the checkout like everyone else does with like frozen meats have you no seen one that? does that. I've seen like a package of bacon. I've seen a, they, a they, whole ham. Because they let go of it at the end. They're like, I, I'm not going to get this. I, I can't do it. Oh, I don't have the money for it. Oh, I, I've, I'm becoming vegan right now. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to make my... I, I baked four potatoes yesterday. So I think I'll make some bacon. And, and then I'll put the cheese cheese yeah i have habanero um jack and i have pepper jack and i have what other and i have cream cheese peppers must be so angry that we are completely dismissive of its defense mechanism i yeah i love spicy things like i'm crazy about it I, one time somebody bet me 20 bucks to drink a cup of salsa and i did it no mm. biggie just drank a cup of salsa. My friend gave me a shot of their salsa that they used for um, uh, the ghost. Oh my god, ghost peppers are insane! No, the the ghost peppers the are Reaper. insane. Yeah, oh Carolina Reaper. Uh huh. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah the yeah, yeah. the most ex you know mm -hmm. most uh, uh, spicy, and he put four of them in this big plot of salsa, and then he gave me a shot of it, and he was like, "Here, drink this," and I was like. Okay, I, I have no idea what's in it. Did you throw it. up? Are you okay? Were you on fire? I was on fire, but I went through it 
better than I thought I could. So now I think I'm ready for Hot Ones, you know, that interview show. Oh, there's an interview. I, I can eat anything. I can eat straight habanero peppers. Like I can munch on. Sometimes I used to go to uh, Safeway and I'd get a bagel, a bagel with the cheese melted on top of it with the jalapenos. <laughs> and then I'd go get a habanero. And I'd eat them together. So I take a bite of the bagel and then a little bite of the habanero, because because the jalapenos aren't spicy enough for me. Right. I really well, you like. Well, can't. You, you don't. Well, have and I know, and now I can't taste, taste anymore. Yeah. So spicy stuff, I'm super into because I'm like, I feel something. Mm. Maybe, maybe all of my creative output lately has been in reaction to losing my sense of taste and smell. Like, so I lost two of my senses, and I've sort of gained. When did that happen? Last April. So it's been almost exactly a year. Whoa. Yeah. I, a year ago? A year ago, no I lost... No one was talking about any kind of corona. No, I wasn't. But I didn't have corona. I just lost my sense of taste and smell because of menopause. Well, well, you don't have any of the common symptoms, but you have one of the rare, you know... I don't think that I got corona last fucking April. That's impossible. I mean, it was isn't last it, April. Isn't it just? Isn't it just impossible? Well, I it disappeared then, and and it was really terrible for a while. But I'm getting used to it, and maybe maybe that's why I've become more creative. Or and that's the other thing. Why am I so crazy right now? I keep forgetting. I'm going through menopause. Oh. Like I'm fucking nuts. I'm an insane person. Every time you say that, I thought I think you're joking. No, I'm. I haven't had a period now. Like it's been, it's been coming like kind of every other month. But it took the first one. It was four months before I got it, and then it was like two and a half months. And now it. So it's, it's like my, my body's just slowing down. And maybe that's why it's like, I have an IUD though. So. Still. Yeah, I have an IUD. I mean. I still I could still get pregnant. It happens a lot. Like it's not like it just stops. My eggs basically went from like releasing every once a month. Now they're like releasing. They're like sputtering. It's like boop, 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 boop. Whoa. It's like so like I have a I have a, a an egg released every, you know, two and a half months. It eventually my ovaries will dry up and I'll become a shriveled old woman. My my skin will lose its elasticity and I will have my neck will crepe and I will look old and it'll be terrible. But it hasn't happened yet, and it's happening, which is scary. You're sp- I, th- I think you're supposed to, like, for safety, have your ovaries extracted. No, no, because, you want to keep... Because mm-mm. they'll become, like... No, you want to keep all of your hormones, your nat- as many natural hormones as you can, for as long as you can. Okay. Because that's what regulates, like, everything. And that's the thing. That's why I've lost my sense of taste and smell. It's something with my hormones, which is probably another reason why I'm, like, fucking insane about boys. boys. <sighs> because yeah. of menopause. I'm going to blame it all on menopause. Blame it on my menopause. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck I'm them t- men. What are they putting you on pause for? Yeah, exactly. They're just, this is it. This is, I know, I'm winding down. Like, I just, I'm so scared. My entire life has been like this. I've never, I've never been like the pretty one. Or like when I was little, I was cute or I was chubby or I was this or I was the fun one. And like, I never, and now I'm like, oh man, I'm going to, Women are taught, at least in the 90s for me, and I, I was raised to think that if I'm not sexy, that's where my worth is. Being sexy or being pretty, that's where my value lies. Like, just, that's what, that's where the, that's where women's, that, and cooking good, being a good wife, like, there are things, like, not, don't speak up, you know, like, just be pleasant, just smile and look pleasant. Yeah. And you'll you'll pass. You'll be okay. Was oh, it God. you talking about how women are perceived as bossy if they're more yeah. assertive, yeah. and then men are ha- they have better leadership skills? Yeah. Was that you yesterday? Yeah, it was me yesterday. Okay. Well, because it comes from the lady who wrote that book, Lean In, 
mm-hmm. um, Cheryl something. And you know, when I lean into the glass ceiling, I like to do it tits first so I can really get a good cleavage because I got like small boobs, so I really just gotta get into that glass ceiling. Let them see. No, there's no, I, it, the only 